Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi everyone, welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet Rain, and my um, guest today is Heather McCormick Rooney. And I have asked her to come and join us because March in my world is all about connections and relationships and how we connect. And um, Miss Heather is a psychic, a medium, an intuitive. She does lots of work in um, healing and coaching for folks. And so I thought she would be the perfect one. For us to talk about relationships and connections. So welcome, Ms. Heather. Thank you, Violet. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm so excited to have you. So I want to jump off because in this interview, talking about unhealthy relationships, because I don't feel like everybody has a great understanding on what's healthy and what's unhealthy. I think We're very accepting of things, and we think that's the way it's supposed to be. So I wanted us to start talking about, in the beginning anyways, what is an unhealthy relationship, and how do we identify it? So I'm going to let you jump off and start here, and I'll add a little bit. Sounds good. So um, for an unhealthy relationship, I always tap into the feelings of it, right? So when I think about an unhealthy relationship, it would be a relationship that you feel very, very constricted in, or perhaps you are not showing, you don't feel safe in showing your true self or your true gifts out into the world. It can really activate survival mode. So when you think about survival mode, it might be things where um, that that root chakra really gets activated and, and, you know, you just feel like you may feel unsettled in the relationship. Um, so that's kind of how I tap into the energy of an unhealthy relationship. Yeah. How about and you, Violet? <laughs> You know, in my world, I talk about there are people that give in a relationship and there are people that take in a relationship, right? And those relationships that, of course, are abusive, restrictive, confined, the people in your life that don't support you, inspire you, motivate you, pick you up. All of us have had those relationships where we go hang out with Aunt Margaret and we get home and we're totally exhausted. We're totally drained energetically. Those are also great signs of this relationship may not be healthy. Um, And relationships take 
give and take, <clears throat> adaptability, flexibility. <clears throat> There's no relationship on this planet where it's perfect, but there should be some of that support and that love and that consideration. I think one of the, also one of the big things to think about is respect because in a lot of cases, we don't respect ourselves. We don't respect others. And so then we start a relationship <clears throat> that is unhealthy and unrespectable. I don't even know if that's a word, <clears throat> but we should hold space, right? If you can't be your true self, if you can't feel comfortable speaking your truth and being who you are, it is more than likely a very on healthy relationship. And that could be with partnerships, friendships, co-workers, bosses, <clears throat> all those relationships, because there has to be this space of respect and, um, you know, holding each other up because it takes two people to be able to do that. Um, so let's talk about <clears throat> more healthy relationships. Healthy relationships should be surrounded by love and compassion and unconditional expectations. <clears throat> there should be this place where, wow, my voice just doesn't like me today. There should be this um, place. Maybe maybe your dog should come and help me speak today. I know, right? Cody is all about this right now. He's just chiming right in. He's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. Let me talk, he says. Let me share so healthy relationships should be inspiring and motivating and loving and supportive and kind and compassionate. And if you don't have that, if you're constantly giving all the time and you're not receiving, then you need to look for more healthy relationships. And so when I look at those aspects, I'm always looking to really feel good when I get home, to be, when you go hang out with somebody, to really feel inspired, to really feel motivated, to really feel like you've got somebody on your side and those are healthy, but they start with us having a good relationship with ourselves. Absolutely. That is exactly where those healthy relationships start is in how that relationship that you have with yourself a thousand times over. Right. And if you don't respect yourself and you don't love yourself and you're not committed to yourself, you're never going to have healthy relationships out there. If, if there's some deep seed within you that feels like you're unworthy to be loved and accepted and treated well, then you're going to attract those types of relationships in your life. And it really starts with yourself. Are you respecting you? Are you respecting others? Are you giving others that um, leeway so that they can be themselves too? And you know, believing and trusting and loving where they're at. And I, I think that's difficult for some people for some reason to, because they always want to change everyone. You know, those relationships, those couples, we're going to get yeah. married and I'm going to change him. 
and so if, if that ever gets spiked in anyone, another way to look at it is, oh, how excited are you to grow together? Like think of all the wonderful ways that the two of you could grow and like each being an individual and then coming together and supporting the other one in their own individual growth too. So I know, I know, I, yeah, I'm very familiar with those mindsets of, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get into that relationship and, and change them. And, and that's not, that's not ever going to happen actually. So it's all about respecting that, that person and their individuality and cheering them on, on their journey as well, because know that, by doing so, they're going to be cheering you on too. Yeah. And it's that balance of both sides. And, yeah. you know, with Tom and I's relationship, we're so very different. I am very spiritual, right? I am very driven. I work excessive hours. And then you have Thomas on the other side who is not spiritual at all, doesn't understand any of this. and. He wants to be comfortable in life. He's not out there driven to do things. He's very logical. I'm very emotional. Um, and so it's not my job to change him. It's not his job to change me. It's our job to accept each other as we are. And those relationships can work just as well as those that have lots and lots of similar interests and hobbies and all that. <clears throat> I think it's all perspective. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, my husband and I are, are very different, but we have, we have some similarities too. So we're always open to expansion and growth. And that's been part of, you know, that hooking of arms and saying, okay, here we go. What's the next adventure? Um, and he's very, very, very high energy. And I am. I'm able to be the calm in the storm in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I think there's always going to be a balance and a give and take in just um, being really respectful of each other's journeys. I think over all the years, checking in with your partner, with your friends or family and just, you know, seeing where they are, because know that as, as you know, an individual as you're growing, they're also growing too. So you just want to check in and see, see what direction they're headed and, and just have those meetups, you know? I think those are really <clears throat> important. Oh, my voice is going to go in and out today. So yeah. <laughs> the scratchiness, right? It's yeah. snowing here in Denver. We're so over snow this year, I think. Um, over it. Over yeah. it, which makes my allergies go crazy because every time snow falls, all mm -hmm. that stuff blows in the wind. But the other thing I think import is important is to understand our wounds and our triggers because a lot of us carry wounds and triggers from childhood, from growing up. What we don't realize is the the people in our lives, our parents, our our family, our relatives, our teachers. As children growing up, 
They were the example of relationships. Um, and if you haven't had an opportunity to see healthy relationships within your family dynamics, parental dynamics, then it's hard for you to understand what a healthy relationship is. And so sometimes these wounds or hurts or pains or heartache or first boyfriend or girlfriend that broke up with us, what we forget is those can become triggers and wounds and also our perception of what relationships are. And those can impact our relationships as adults and throughout our lifetime. And so understanding our wounds and triggers when we get upset, you know, my partner says something or my friend says something or my mother says something and we get triggered, it's paying attention to why am I triggered? Where is this coming from? Um, and being able to be very aware and understanding. So Heather, in your work and working with people, because I'm sure you've had this come up, share with us how triggers and wounds, how you've seen some of that show up in people and how it affects our relationships. Yeah. So sometimes I'll see clients, um, well, they get, they get activated and part of it can be around their conditioned self. So if you have a trigger or a wound, it can really pop up that conditioned self, which that conditioned self is always just trying to keep you safe. So when it gets activated, it is, it can be tied to that younger version of you. It can be, like you said, part of your, part of your lineage, part of your ancestry too. So the energy that I always invite in is curiosity. So getting curious as to, okay, you know, you can see your reaction and you can get curious as to, you know, what is my first memory of this? And, and also really comforting yourself and telling yourself that you are safe right now. But when you invite curiosity in, it helps release any, any judgment that might get activated. Um, so as you, as you do that, you're just opening that space for healing and to dive in a little bit deeper because in the heat of the moment that that energy can get so spiked. So that curiosity helps to soften it a bit and helps you kind of come back and, and view, view the situation through clearer eyes for sure. Yeah. You know, anytime I get emotionally, I love emotional spikes, right? I'm getting really emotional. I'm getting angry. I'm getting frustrated. Those are all emotional triggers that are rooted in something that has happened in your life or ancestral lineage, what's come down. And so I love to use an example of me. Um, my family all were uh, all passed by the age of 24. So by the time I was 24 years old, I had lost my parents, my grandparents, all of my family. So being a young adult, in relationships, the only experiences I had ever had was my mother's relationships. 
And my mother could get very angry and volatile in relationships when she was upset. And just to give you an example, she would break down doors. She would throw things. She would destroy things. It would be these very extreme emotional outrage when she got angry or upset or something wasn't happening. And as a young adult, that's all I'd ever seen. To me, that's what love was. When you fought, you destroyed your house, literally everything in it. Until one day I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Why am I reacting this way? What is this trigger from? And it wasn't a wound for me, but it was a perception that I had in relationships, how friendships, how partnerships, all that should happen. So sometimes when we get triggered and we're reacting in a way, I love the curiosity because it's like, where did this come from? Why is this happening? What is going on? What is a healthy relationship? What should it look like, right? Because we're not always going to get along. We're not always going to agree. We're not, there's no relationship out there like that. Right. How do you, in a healthy way, speak your truth, Mm -hmm. right? And not destroy a relationship where it can be in a healthy way. And I think it takes curiosity. I think it takes adaptability and flexibility. I think it takes stepping back and not only evaluating because we have a tendency to go, it's her fault. She did it all. She caused it all. And it really isn't. It's both parties. So what is your role in the relationship? What do you bring? What are you creating? And that curiosity helps us step back and say, wait a minute, how can I step back and be the observer Mm -hmm. of what just happened and really take a look at it and be critical of ourselves, right? Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Where does that pain and wound come from? Where were we taught that? Where did we get that idea? Where was that created from? Because Mm -hmm. if we can heal it, if we can find a way through it, then we can create healthy relationships. And I think it's always evolving and growing, right? I think we're always Mm -hmm. evolving and growing. Um, And sometimes understanding ourselves and maybe we can't talk about that right now. Maybe we need a little break and come back in another time and finish the conversation when it's not so emotionally triggered. And this can happen in friendships too, right? Absolutely. How many of us have friendships where our friends are critical because we don't make enough time for them or we don't spend enough time, but yet they're not contributing to that either. They're not calling us up. They're not trying to make plans. It's a two-sided street. And what kind of friendships do you want? And what do you desire? And what are you willing to give in a relationship because I think we have to give to take. Um, and I don't think everybody always realizes that. Yeah. I think it does come back to that, like cleaning up your side of the street. Right. So I'm really taking ownership for how you're showing up 
in relationships. So, yeah, I think that's beautiful, Violet. Well, we have to make time, right, for each other. If you if you want to be in a relationship, you have to make time for that relationship in order to be fair. And I don't know that we always do that really well. Um, I, I think it's being aware of how relationships feel to us, how they come in, and 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 what does it contribute and what are we giving back because it can't be one-sided. I, I don't know. I always have, you know, if somebody's giving to me, I want to give back, but not everybody is that way, right? Mm -hmm. We've all had those relationships where our friendships, you know, they want to hang out with us, but there's an underground reason why they want to be with us versus... Right. <laughs> just wanting to hang out with us, right? right? Being with us. So healthy relationships in our lives are important. Mm -hmm. So I love one of your questions that you had to ask. Mm -hmm. How have you seen your relationships be impacted or changed by your spiritual journey? And I'm gonna, mm -hmm. I'm gonna let you jump into this one. Okay. So, um, I saw a lot of change with my relationship and my relationships in general, whether it was through my partnership, my family, my friends. And I would say when I started stepping out on my spiritual journey, there was a lot of fear that I needed to heal. There were those wounds, those triggers that we talked about earlier too, of really being seen or showing up more and more in my truth. And, you know, I was, I was changing, I was evolving and I just focused on, you know, being just trying to be better, trying to be a better person, trying to be more me all the time. And as I did that, um, as I showed up more and more in my gifts and shared those with the world, it was amazing how people around me started lighting up or wanted to share their own stories and felt this connection. And really, um, there was just another layer of truth and honesty that opened up all the way around me and it allowed other people to really shine out their truth and step forward. So I saw a lot of beauty as I, as I stepped out with, with my spiritual gifts on my journey and it really healed a lot of the fear, some of the wounds that were there too. So I saw I saw a lot of just beauty as I stepped forward, beautiful change in my relationships. How about you? Well, Thanks. I've seen a mixture because I feel like sometimes when we step into who we are mm -hmm. as a spiritual evolved being, that our frequency changes energetically, mm -hmm. our energy changes. And sometimes those old relationships that we've had all of our life, they're still at an old frequency mm -hmm. is what I would call it. 
And sometimes when we step on our spiritual journey and we awaken, um, we don't have people in our lives that we can sit down and talk to about, hey, I see things, I know things, I hear things. And then I think that's the reason we shut our gifts down in the very beginning yeah. is because nobody in our life understands what we're talking about or who we are. And so then we get afraid again and we're like, okay, right. I want to be accepted and understood. But I think if you step through that and step through those energies and become your authentic self, what you open yourself up to is attracting relationships that are more energetically aligned with you that you can have a conversation with. And be able to share that because sometimes due to our family's belief systems or how they've grown up or what they're understanding, you may be experiencing things that they've never experienced and they don't have a true understanding of who you are or what you are. But as you step onto that spiritual journey, you're really not alone because there's lots of people out there having those experiences. And some of those people like Heather was talking about can be cloaked or hidden because they're afraid to share what they're getting because right. they don't have anybody to talk to. And you may discover that there are people around you in your life that are like, wow, that's happening to me too. And I've been wondering what that mm -hmm. was or talk to me a little bit more about that. That curiosity mm -hmm. jumps in again, share, share yeah. what you're talking about. But in some cases, it can be where you feel very isolated and alone. Mm -hmm. And what I would say is find others that are like you. Put mm -hmm. out um, an intention to attract more of those beautiful people in your life. Now, the reality is we're all human. We're all going through our own thing, right? Mm -hmm. We're all having our own struggles. And that's just part of this journey but there are people out there that you can talk to connect with and i think your spiritual journey sometimes opens doors that you're not aware of i think you attract new people into your life that can understand and you can have somebody to talk to i mm -hmm. think relationships can change your shift i think mm -hmm. all of that is part of that but isn't our real purpose to have healthy relationships that bring us joy and happiness and laughter and we can be comfortable with and be able to hang out with. I think that's really our intention, but we have to set that. And I think us talking today, I think it starts with how you look at yourself, how you treat yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you got to understand how to love you in order to love somebody else. You got to understand what love is on some level before you can love somebody else and what that looks like. And I think you need to understand what a healthy, loving relationship is and a healthy friendship. And that may take some curiosity, mm -hmm. may take some reflection um, and real intention to be able to find that. But I think it's very possible because I have lots of healthy relationships in my life. Not perfect we're not meant to be perfect mm -hmm. but they're very healthy and supportive and i think that's the key mm -hmm. 
and what we're doing. So Miss Heather works out of our center, Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. She is a medium. She does mediumship galleries, which you can come and connect mm -hmm. with your loved ones and also your guides. People love to come in. She's also a reader mm -hmm. at our center, uh, a Sunday a month where she comes in and you can actually get a reading with her. But you can also do one-on-one -on -one sessions with her. She's beautiful light energy and offers a lot of things. So Heather, did I miss anything? Are there, are there any special things that you offer that we should know about? Um, I am posting also an intro to channeling course at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts too. So that will be on the calendar and helping people really connect in and open up to their, to the higher power of their own understanding, the divine, their amazing spiritual team that's right there for them. So yes, that is absolutely what I do, Miss Violet. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love that. And I love that we're offering a channel, channeling class. And those that are listening, channeling doesn't doesn't have to be scary. It's not a takeover. Channeling is a very um, uh, awesome way to kind of connect with your divine team and your gifts and all of that that can open your intuition. So I'm excited to hear that you're going to do a channeling class. Yeah. Um, I love that. So I look forward to seeing that on the calendar. We'll also add in here um, Heather's website where you can reach out, connect with her, find out more. You can also find out more on her profile at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Heather, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me today and talking about relationships. I loved our conversation. Um, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. Thank you so much, Violet. It was my pleasure. And I hope to see you in person soon. I do too. I can't wait. I love that. All right, folks. Thanks for listening, watching Sacred Magic Podcast. We appreciate you checking in. I hope you'll check out some of the other shows. Have an amazing day. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.